Hi, I'm Paul Ratzer, founder of Marketing AI Institute and creator of the Marketing AI Conference, or MACON. MACON is designed to help marketing leaders understand, pilot, and scale AI in their organizations. The inaugural event was held in Cleveland, July of 2019. We interviewed seven of our speakers for this podcast series. Today's episode features interviews with Lauren McDonald and Mike Kaput, who focus on how you can get started with AI in your organization. First up is Lauren McDonald, Program Director of Marketing Research at Acoustic, which, as he shares, had just spun off from IBM Watson Marketing. Yeah, so really excited. On Monday of this week here at Macon, we actually announced a brand new company, Acoustic. And so it's actually the first time ever in the 108 year of IBM that they've actually spun off a company into a completely separate standalone company. So I've been part of what was called IBM Watson Marketing Division, which was basically all of the marketing software solutions within IBM. And those were spun off and purchased by a, a private equity firm. And again, we on Monday, we uh, very exciting launched the brand and the new name of the company is Acoustic. And uh, so my, my role basically is driving thought leadership content, fundamentally, when possible, sort of research-based as I do a lot of benchmark studies and studies and surveys. So really sort of helping drive forward a lot of other people I work with that actually sort of develop and produce the content. But coming up with what are the trends, what are the things, sort of as kind of the thought leadership content expert and driving that. All right, next up is Mike Kaput, Director, Marketing AI Institute. Mike and I actually started working on the idea for the Marketing AI Institute in 2016 out of a, a shared interest in AI and its potential for marketing. And he's actually written hundreds of the articles on the Marketing AI Institute site. So this year at Maycon, he did a workshop for attendees about using AI for content marketing and email and also led a session, How to Future-Proof Your Marketing Career in the Age of AI. To get started, Mike gave us a little bit more background on his role at Marketing AI Institute. So I am the director of Marketing AI Institute, which is a media company that started in 2016 and one of the main drivers behind Marketing AI Conference. As director of that company, which was started by Macon creator Paul Reitzer, I'm in charge of the overall strategy and content of the site. Uh, the site publishes to date hundreds of articles and resources for marketers to make AI more approachable and actionable for marketing professionals and teaches them through a variety of means how to use artificial intelligence in their career, in their companies, and how to build a competitive advantage with this technology. So as I mentioned, Mike and I started talking about uh, the idea behind the Marketing AI Institute in 2016, because he actually works at my marketing agency, PR 2020, and the Institute originally started as a content hub or a blog created and powered by PR 2020, where we were just going to write about AI. So not only does Mike research and write about it and now speak about it, but he also has hands-on experience working with clients that are trying to figure out how to apply it. So we asked him to kind of explain a little bit more in his role as a senior consultant with PR 2020 what he's seeing in the marketplace and what organizations are looking for as they start to try and understand and pilot AI. In addition to working at Marketing AI Institute, I'm actually a marketing consultant at PR 2020, which is a marketing agency that powers this whole event. In that role, I've spent the last decade working with 
hundreds of different clients, all of whom are trying to create content and build marketing strategies online that actually drive leads, customers, and revenue. And as part of that, obviously content is a big piece, but it's not always been historically very intelligent. So companies will understand that creating content for customers that educates them on their offerings and builds relationships is important. But that's about where the intelligent part stops. Because once you start creating that content historically, there haven't been as many sophisticated ways of understanding what your audience wants, what they're searching for, what they're looking for, what they would like to read, consume, and how they would like to do that. All of these things require data on your customers, on readers, on consumers. Uh, Historically, companies just haven't had enough data and the ability to extract insights from that data to then inform what they're actually creating content around. Artificial intelligence has changed that. So artificial intelligence has given us the ability through certain tools and techniques to start intelligently understanding exactly what content consumers want, when they want it, and how they want to consume it. So while Mike focused on the application of artificial intelligence to content marketing and content strategy, Lauren uses a very practical use case of send time optimization to explain how machine learning can play a key role in making marketing more efficient and driving performance. One of the first ones that sort of emerged has actually been around actually for a while is something called send time optimization. And, you know, we can sort of debate among engineers and stuff if whether this technology is actually true machine learning. You know, a lot of people, it depends on like the tool and the technology is it's just, it's really just math or predictive analytics. But fundamentally, that's one of the ones that's a fairly easy, low-hanging fruit for companies. What it basically is, is, you know, I've been in the email marketing space literally for 20 years and there's two or three questions that marketers and email marketers have asked consistently for those 20 years. One is sort of like, what's the average open rate I should be targeting or getting? And one of the other ones is, is what's the best day of the week or time of day or combination of both should we be sending our emails? And it's a really fundamental and basic and simple question. But you're sort of guessing at what that should be. And if you have whether a thousand subscribers or 10 million subscribers, that best time is different for each individual. And that's where something like send time optimization sort of has emerged over the years where it actually looks at each individual's email behavior and how and when they're interacting with your emails on an individual basis. And what it does is obviously it requires quite a bit of interactions among each individual before it can make a recommendation. But it learns and it and in true sort of machine learning format, if your behavior changes, it changes as well. It learns and it ultimately it understands what's best for you as an individual. And then so that when you basically press send, those messages are going to go out at different potentially days and time of the day sort of for each individual. So that's a simple one. One of the big things that we always hear from marketers is they just want to see and understand use cases. It's one of the things that makes AI more approachable is if you can look at very specific activities that you do every day as a marketer. So Mike explained a few more in the area of content marketing and email marketing that are very doable with technology that's already in existence and readily available to marketers at businesses of all sizes. So content marketing use cases, especially narrow and well-defined ones, are already occurring 
with artificial intelligence technology. So today, at this conference, there is AI technology that can write email newsletters for you and hyper-personalize them at scale. That technology exists today. There is technology that will tell you what customers and consumers, what preferences they have towards certain topics and products so that you can create content around those preferences. That exists today. There also exists artificial intelligence tools available on the market that will even write email subject lines for marketing emails, push notifications, and ad copy. So today, all of those applications already exist. Looking forward, we can probably expect to see tools that take some of those initial use cases and expand them even further to artificial intelligence tools that write even longer form copy potentially or surface even more insights about what consumers and readers want at scale. So Mike mentioned email subject lines as a key use case and Lauren, with his experience, went into even greater detail about how machines can write subject lines and how marketers might be able to use that in their campaigns kind of in the same vein, is subject lines. Subject lines are something that every business person writes, like, every day. You know, you write subject lines when you're sending emails to coworkers or to family members or something like that. And as marketers, they tend to, I'm going to generalize here, nine out of ten email marketers will wait till the last second to create the subject line. So they might spend days or weeks even like working with their designers and content teams and commerce teams or whoever, you know, depending on the company they're working with to come up with a message and landing pages and making everything great. And then it's like, oh, message is going out an hour. We need a subject line. And they'll come up with something. They'll turn to like coworkers in their cube or something. And like, what do you think? Or maybe they'll send it a couple of people. If they're, you know, have sort of their act together, they might actually test three or four different ones. But this is where the power of machines, computers sort of come into place, where literally they can actually come up with billions of combinations. In other words, you can train these systems about like your own brand, what words and tone and things like, are you a serious brand? Are you a hip, cool brand? And you basically, you train those individual systems about your own company and brand and what style of language that you want to use as in scope and out of scope. And so then when you sort of feed in kind of your core goal for that particular messages in a sort of basic human developed subject line, it can come up with literally billions of variations for that. And so ultimately the machine sort of learns and figures out and knows your customer base and as it learns over time it'll recommend and you know it depends on the sort of the vendor and tool and stuff but a simple example is it'll come up with 10 machine driven subject lines and then you add in your human one and it tests it it tests those and it and whichever one wins then it sort of actually goes out and most of the tools out there at like 98 99% delivering better results than, than the human-based one. And, and they're heading towards 100%, right? So that's one, again, it's a, sort of a really simple concept, but the reality is if you have a subject line that has, you know, a five percentage point or two or three percentage point lift over your human-driven one, 
if you have you know a million subscribers and you're an e-commerce company, I mean, we can literally be talking about tens and tens of thousands of dollars for that one message over the year. You know, you might be talking about hundreds of thousands or potentially millions in lift in revenue. So it's, it's pretty significant. So Mike and Lauren have both shared some practical use cases for AI, but how do you actually move forward? How do you figure out and prioritize the ones that are going to create the most value for your organization, for you individually as a professional, for your marketing team? And so you really need to take a strategic approach to thinking about what those use cases are and then finding a way to evaluate and prioritize them. So Mike explained a little bit more how we would look at that as an agency and how we can work with some organizations to help prioritize use cases for them to pilot. So what we typically do with both clients and internally at our agency and the Marketing AI Institute is take a look at the activities that you as a content team or a content marketer do every single day, week, month, or quarter. Chances are, if you start listing out all the things you're responsible for, from creating blog posts to uploading social media to promoting across channels, if you write all of this stuff out, take just 15 minutes, say, to do it, you're going to then be able to go down that list and you will notice some commonalities. There are probably going to be a lot of activities that are very repetitive. For instance, on my team, historically, we would create three to five blog posts a week. Content creation happened regularly. It was immensely time-consuming, and it happened all the time. For each piece of content, we would also be uploading posts, scheduling social media, and promoting that content. Within all of these activities, the ones that are repetitive, ones that are data-driven, these can very likely, to some degree, be intelligently automated, either today or in the near future. So we would start with very time-intensive and repetitive tasks, and then begin exploring what use cases there may be for artificial intelligence to do those tasks. So one of the use cases that almost every marketer deals with is analytics and performance reporting. We have data coming in from every marketing software tool we're using, and so many times it just sits there and we don't do anything with it. Or even if we report on it, we just make pretty charts or we put data into graphs and we say what happened, but we don't actually explain why and we don't make the information actionable. So Mike explained a little bit more about how at the agency We've taken AI or natural language generation and used it to turn performance reporting into actionable insights for clients. So one of the top use cases I would start investigating would be intelligently automating potentially performance reporting. So we all create performance reports either for clients, for customers, or internally of some type. Some people do it weekly, some people do it monthly, whatever. You're trying to understand website behavior through Google Analytics or a similar tool, how those behaviors impact your strategy. And today, for most marketers, that involves manually looking at Google Analytics, noting a number of uh, trends or data points from that tool, and then writing them all up in a narrative. Um, For an executive team, for their team, for themselves, you're saying, okay, Website traffic was up 10% this week. What does that mean? Where did it come from? And what should I do about it? We actually, internally at PR 2020, we've used an intelligent automation tool today to automate those types of narratives. We used to spend five hours a month on these types of reports per client. We have dozens of clients 
Today, it takes about 30 seconds. So it's just a very clear, simple use case that doesn't even use full, robust artificial intelligence. It's just more intelligent automation. So before you even get into what we would consider really sophisticated AI, you can already save hundreds of hours for your organization by automating performance reporting. And in closing with Lauren, we asked him what one piece of advice would he give for people that are looking at use cases in the email marketing space and how they could move forward? Look at like the tools that you're already using. I mean, fundamentally, we're talking about email marketing here. It means that anybody that's listening to this and cares about email marketing, I presume, is already using some sort of an email marketing platform. And the reality is, is that platform you're using probably already has, you know, like we talked about earlier, send time optimization and things like that. It probably already has some or some sort of recommendations or things like that in it that you can sort of start with and leverage. So what I would say is first is before you sort of run out to the marketplace and look at the thousands of startup AI, you know, vendors that have emerged is actually just see what you already have and are probably already paying for. And it may not even either be leveraging it or maybe you have something you like you didn't turn on. Like example, I mentioned the send time optimization. Most of the tools you actually have to flip a switch for lack of a better term, to enable that. So if you don't turn that on, you're not taking advantage of machine learning, right? And so that's what I would say, you know, before you kind of go out and look at the landscape of a thousand vendors out there, go through and sort of almost do a audit of the tools you're currently using, and you might be surprised. So getting started with AI may seem like a daunting task, a big challenge to undertake. But the reality is if you start breaking it into smaller components, it's actually a pretty reasonable and approachable thing to tackle in the coming year. What we heard from Mike and Lauren are some things such as prioritizing use cases. So make a list of the things that you do every day. Look for the ones that are data-driven and repetitive. Then pick the ones that you're going to save the most time and money if you can intelligently automate them. And then finally, as Lauren called out, talk to the vendors you're already working with and see if there are smarter tools and capabilities with existing technologies so you don't have to go and find a dozen new tools to put into your marketing tech stack. So I'd encourage you to just get started. Just Pick a pilot project that you can activate within the first 30, 60, or 90 days and and really see that through and, and start gaining momentum to build and scale AI within your organization. And I also encourage you to join us for episode three, where we talk with Mitch Joel about a topic that affects everybody, voice. We all use Surrey, Google Home, Alexa. It's a part of our everyday lives, and it's becoming a bigger part of businesses. So join us for a conversation with Mitch Joel and voice assistants in marketing. Once again, I'm Paul Reitzer, founder of Marketing AI Institute and creator of the Marketing AI Conference. Thanks for listening to the Marketing AI Conference podcast. If you want to learn more about Macon 2020, visit us at macon.ai. That's M-A-I-C-O-N dot A-I. This podcast is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thank you to producers Bridget Coyne and Dave Douglas and audio engineers Sean Rule Hoffman, Dave Douglas, and Eric Coltnow. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.